0: And welcome back to another installment of The Conspiracy Skeptic. I'm a conspiracy skeptic, Carl Mamer, and with me today is my uh, guest, Neil 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 Crawl. That's me. All right. Yeah. So you were saying you will pronounce your last name like Diana, Diana Crawl, but uh, more of a with, with an O. <laughs> People who don't know who Diana Crawl Crawl is, she's a I uh, guess she's a Canadian sort of jazz singer or something.
1: Yeah, she's the the jazz version of.
0: Canada's Celine Dion, I guess. Uh, okay. Do you know, is she still married to, uh, didn't she marry? She married uh, Elvis Costello. Right, yes. Yeah. So is she still yes. married to him?
1: I believe so, yes.
0: Uh, okay. All right. Before Before we get too much into this, uh, I guess we should say, who the who the hell are you? Uh, you, you might have said sort of guess by now. You, you might be a Canadian, right? Yeah. How's it going, eh? Yeah, as we are talking about uh, a, a Canadian singer. You notice know, you know this about Canadians? They'll uh I notice this in America, like if um you know, in your you're in a room and uh, and someone says something like, Oh, I like the bare naked ladies, you will you'll just like you just instinctually make a beeline line across the room and go, They're Canadian, you know. Exactly. Yeah. We promote ourselves. Yeah, exactly. I found I had to stop doing that. So I was listening to Rush the other day. <laughs> They're Canadian. Who are Canadian. you? <laughs> Sorry, just my government requires me to
1: it's part of our code here.
0: Yeah. yeah. Parachute in conversations and point out but but so like Al, Alan Thick and um and uh oh that woman who is the blonde woman who's married to Tommy Lee. Uh what's her name? Oh. Pamela Anderson. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Those are the two I I I never go. I'm sort of like Canadians? <laughs> shh yeah Did somebody say lemonade
1: <laughs> blend in the background
0: <laughs> yeah, I never jump in there <laughs> Anyway, Neil you are uh you're a listener this is one of those I am songs. a listener and loyal fan Carl awesome this is one of those listener appreciation shows and uh and uh well, let's get I guess we'll because what your conspiracy is about is sort of kind of who you are well who you used to be and, and, and exactly. Yeah, which is kinda of interesting. So so uh what, what's your what's your what's your favorite conspiracy?
1: My favorite conspiracy, and there are lots, but my personal favorite uh is the conspiracy of ZOG, which is the belief that the Zionist occupational government, which is what the acronym ZOG stands for, is a secret cabal that controls world governments for their own agenda. Wow, and, and, and they've got a if it really Cool acronyms, Zonk. It's really cool, you know, because acronyms today can be really, really bad. And this one was really cool.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like the, uh, you know, the people who destroyed the World Trade Center, uh, you know, George Bush and his, you know, henchmen, do they have a cool acronym? They no. Do know. They do not. No. Yeah, exactly. But one, one of the Penn & Teller shows, I thought they, they, this acronym, acronyms have to actually sp- sp- Spell a word or something like that.
1: Yeah, I was just watching Penn and Teller uh, about an hour ago, and they were talking about the Patriot Act, and it it, it totally didn't make any sense that he's called the Patriot Act. Ah, right. Yes, (laughs) the acronym—they couldn't make it work.
0: (laughs) All right, that's the job I always wanted. That's why I went to university. I just wanted the job where I'm making cool acronyms. You know, it's like the military is like, we got a new missile. It's got to sound, you know, it's got to sound like uh, something cool. It just can't be missile you yeah. know has to have a cool word like you know scud yeah exactly I you know
1: missile, like, oh, I, I, I was into the war just because of that there you go scud <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway so uh and 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 so uh so tell us about about yourself like why why zog is kind of fascinating well
1: uh fascinates me because uh i used to be a true believer. Um, back in the early '90s, I belonged to a youth group, um, which was a little group. Maybe you've heard of it, called Nazi Skinheads. Wow. Okay. And it, yeah, and uh, now I'm uh, I'm thoroughly grown up and thoroughly suburban. So no, I don't uh, don't go to any rallies or anything. And uh, I just think it's funny that as a skeptic, which I consider myself, that it's so easy to fall for these. Conspiracy theories, and I was a big proponent of this one. That's why I know quite a bit about it.
0: Cool. Okay. And, and so how old are you now? I'm 38 years old, Carl. Okay. And 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 so you were kind of like sort of a like a what they call it Aryan skinhead or neo-Nazi right. skinhead or did did, you, did your organization have a name? Can you mention the organ name of the organization? The youth group. <laughs>
1: the Youth group. Yes. <laughs> um, it was called the Skinheads of the Final Solution. Oh geez, <laughs> no. yeah, not too well, subtle. Well, <laughs> you mean if you're going to be a skinhead, you got to go right out. <laughs> That's true. You might as well go all the way. You know, you don't want to just say, "Well, we're kind of guys who sort of get, well, we're 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 just impolite to other races." You know, okay. Sort
0: of <laughs> we're just collecting pop bottles for a little charity project.
1: <laughs> uh, if you could help us out, any, anything you can donate would be appreciated. <laughs> wow, okay, all right, and and, and
0: you, you were part of this 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 uh, group. Uh, what age? Uh, about eighteen or nineteen. Okay, cool. Okay, so that's that's like 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, twenty years ago. So okay. and that would put us in uh, like the the nineties,
1: late eighties. The nineties, yeah, I would say. uh well, let's see, high school was nineteen ninety, and that was right about the time. So,
0: all right. wow. Well. And, and what what city were you were you in? What city were you living in? Edmonton. Oh, Edmonton. And that's where you live right now, That's right?
1: where I live right now, yes.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, cause remember in Toronto, Toronto was a real, back in the early 90s, yeah, that was a real sort of locus for the, uh, you know, the, the the Nazi skinheads. Were you ever offended by the uh, Nazis Fuck Off stickers?
1: Uh, no, I wasn't offended um, by them. I was just, uh, I mean, basically, uh, we didn't get offended by anything because we were, it was just a good excuse to get together and and hang out and party. Okay. So you could you could call us whatever, and people, you know, you'd be on a bus or something, and people would, you know, tell you, oh, you know, you and this and that, and you just, you're young and you're dumb and you don't care, so.
0: That's true, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think, yeah, I mean, the things I believed in when I was, uh, you know, sort of a teenager, um, yeah. It's amazing how you sort of, you you wake up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I 2020, right? So Yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. But as as, a young man, I mean, I I have a pet theory, and it's not a conspiracy theory, but I think that youth is wasted on the young. Yes, yes. Like, if I could have some of that energy, (laughs) and that, yeah, being able to go out and have a donor at three in the morning and make it to work at six, that'd be cool. (laughs)
0: Well, there was a comedian that said something about, uh, uh, you know, if you quit smoking, quit drinking, it'll add five years to your life. And he's like, the only problem is it adds it at the end. Like if it added it between like 19 and 21, you know, I would give up drinking and smoking like that, you know?
1: Oh, anything. Yeah. I would do a backflip into a vat of acid just yeah. to get that particular range back. But if the, the, at the end of life, like, yeah, I could just skip that. I'm, I'm cool. So, so, what? I mean, what? what attra- when you were like 18,
0: what attracted you to sort of the, this whole neo-Nazi thing?
1: Well, um, I guess it's because, uh, like most people that join gangs, you have a, and I, I'm going to call it what it is. It was a gang, right? Okay. Um, like the Bloods or the Crips or the, you know, what Lotus or whoever. It, it gives you a sense of belonging. Um, I wasn't the popular kid. I was into sports, so, I and mean, I wasn't the unpopular kid, but I heard about this. I was into the punk rock music, and someone said, you know, this is this is the skinheads and I'm like, wow, that sounds really cool. And it looks cool. You know, you get flight jacket, shaved head and boots and suspenders and for whatever reason, I'm like that, that's really something I need to, to look into. Right. And it's not like, um, you know, joining the lion's club, you have to kind of be invited. It's like the masons. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Remember when I was younger. I would be like, you know, I was into the docks, the German army pants and like, you know, yeah. Black t shirt, sort of shaved right. head. But but I'm like, then someone points out, you know, this is kind of a, you know, neo Nazi look. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's just comfortable. It's cool. You know, we're like Doc Martens. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really realize there was a whole ideology along with this dress. It's just yeah. like. Yeah, well, that
1: was, I mean, you start out just by dressing for that look. And then, of course, the ideology sort of follows along. Uh,
0: I, j- I just like that there were
1: like little side pockets on my. my pants. You know? To this day I wear cargo pants. I put my Blackberry in the one <laughs> pocket. I can't do without them. Oh.
0: Right. And uh and so what kinda what kind of, what kind of made, made you change? Did anything sort of make you change? Like it, it really was there sort of a big like you know road to Damascus uh you know by the uh, side? Yes. Of- uh,
1: like uh salt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not really. No. Um it just sort of got well, my roommate was a skinhead as well, and uh, we really liked Chinese food. Okay. With black basketball players, <laughs> and right. uh, we went to Eskimos games. And other people in the movement would say, well, you guys are being hypocritical here, you know. And we're like, yeah, but geez, that, that Kung Pao chicken's really good. Yeah. And I, we I, just didn't pull it off. We couldn't hate everyone that you're supposed to hate. So we just kind of fizzled. Out. And you get jobs, you get older, you get girlfriends, what have you. That's and true. it's really difficult because when you're starting to get into your 20s and you're getting in fights because of the way you're looking mm-hmm. and the way you, you have white laces in your boots or what have you, that gets old really fast. At 18 it was okay, but when you're 21, 22 trying to get a real job, you can't show up in your uniform, right? Right. In order to get a job that you might have to wear a uniform for.
0: Yeah, I've always felt sort of the best argument for kind of, you know, immigration is is it's just such great food you know no kidding oh man i mean, i mean, you know the germans and the british they're okay with the desserts but you know yeah. schnitzel and i mean sorry haley sorry tristan but you know, it's british cuisine you know a lot of boiled stuff and not 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 so fussy so
1: yeah my folks are from uh from scotland and I feel this, like people say to me, oh, what, what's Scottish cuisine like? We, we don't have cuisine. We have food. Yeah. <laughs> Boil it, put salt on it, and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. There's other ways of doing chicken? You're kidding. No, oh, yeah, you can actually put a sauce on that. But you mean HP sauce. No, 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 I don't mean HP sauce. <laughs> uh,
0: so, all right. So, um, I, I remember there were like a lot of uh, like those kind of racist bands, like... What was that Oi music? Was that was that the name of the Oi
1: music was was very big, um, okay. and a lot of it was on vinyl, of course, at the time. Right. And, uh, there was one called Screwdriver. Uh, yes, right, yes. Uh, Ian Stewart and Screwdriver, and it was um, Oi, but it was really, really passionate, racist, like skinhead oh. music. Okay. And there was another one. Uh, my favorite band name of all time, actually, is there was four guys, and they called themselves the Four Skins, which I thought was pretty clever.
0: Now, seems to like Screwdriver. I mean, it, 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 is that a bit, almost a bit of crossover? Like, did did they ever have sort of? I mean, I, I, we're we're kind of laughing about this, but you know, I mean, maybe it's in bad taste, but but um, I don't know. You know, like Screwdriver just sort of seems like didn't they have a bit of crossover into sort of more legitimate kind of music? Or well,
1: they, they did. I mean, because like any other artist, I mean, you got to pay the bills, and someone's got to buy the beer, right? So okay. Okay. They're gonna they're gonna sell it a little bit, but for the most part, um Screwdriver stayed true to its boy skinhead roots. But I mean you've gotta sell tickets to your gigs, right? It's not right. enough just to be like, Oh we're you know, I mean even the sex pistols, which I, I, I don't consider racist at all, but they had to sell out, basically. They had to get a producer and they had to get a record contract and what have you and Screwdriver probably did the same thing. Okay.
0: Remember in uh, sort of Detroit, there was this this great band called it was, they're, they're called Elvis Hitler. And now now maybe the name should have been a bit of a giveaway, but they did they did this uh, one one uh, LP called Disgrace Disgrace Land. And it was just it was just really it was kind of good. It was like country punk death metal. It was really hard to pigeonhole them. Um, they didn't wear shoes or socks when they played, and they would kind of wear like coonskin caps and it was just a lot of like nazi and elvis uh music all sort of banged together and it was it was great stuff and then and then he came out with a second album and it was just this like just this racist kind of speed metal i'm like oh he was his first album was so cool that it didn't you know maybe you know there's a bit of there's a bit of stuff there but you're going it's just you know it's just like well, the, you know, white, day, white guys in Detroit, you know, like,
1: yeah, and Detroit's not a big hubbub of, of white racism. No, you know, no, it's not a, there's, I mean, it's a, got a great rap scene. It's got a good club scene and this and that, but I'm trying to, if you're in like Manchester, or Bristol in England, yeah, you can, you can pull this off. But in Detroit, I wish you luck, you know? Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, I guess we're
0: getting off topic a bit. Um, So, um, I guess we'll, your are sort of involvement in the, the, the little you neo know, Nazi youth group. Um, yes. If, you know, some 18-year-old or 17-year-old sort of came to you today and, and was going to, you know, like, man, there's these cool guys and, you know, they got the nice bomber jackets. And, you know, is there anything you can say that, you know, to sort of, you know, make a, make a kid not join that kind of group? Or what,
1: what's well, your advice you know, to the parents out there? <laughs> to the parents out there, I would say it's, it's pretty tough talking to 18-year-old. I had a head on my shoulders, and no one forced me down that path. It just seemed like, you know, I mean, you're going to do this. But to any of the kids out there that were thinking of joining this, I'd be like, well, if you, want to, if you want to fight and you want to get beat up a lot and you potentially may face some jail time and uh, you want to be alienated from society, then go hard. I mean, knock yourself out. Right. Um I think that some people are disenfranchised because, you know, they're not the cool kids in school and they want to fit in, so they go to something else. But this certainly is just not the way to do it. Right. I don't believe in gangs of, of any sort, particularly like, well, you're gonna take this ridiculous ideology and sort of adapt it and contort it to and besides you can't eat Chinese food. So like why would you bother? <laughs> exactly. Um, where you're not supposed to. You know, I, I
0: always thought uh, it's like you know, you, you go to any kind of workplaces, especially in Canada, where it's it's very multicultural, and you know, there's totally. like there's you know, there's Jews and Arabs, and you know, and there's there's Tamils and and you know, um, you know, uh, Indians, and everyone's just kind of Pakistanis, and, and we're all just working together, you know, and it's like we're just going on, yeah, and there's just there's just. There's just nothing there, and then, but then you think to yourself, you know, it's like I gotta wake up and I gotta pay a mortgage. You know, I've got rent and I've got bills to pay, and, and 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 I've got an income, and 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 these things just occupy your mind, and and then you're like, you know, if suddenly I don't have an income, and then you know somebody, you know, kills my uncle, things. You know, we're, we're, we're kind of just one mortgage payment away from, I think, at times just, you know, being brute killers, you know, and sort That's
1: of... where the term going postal comes from, right? Yeah.
0: launch, yeah. You know, Launching a genocide or something. It's, it's, you know, so anybody that kind of sort of thinks like, well, you know, what's going you know, what went on in, you know, Eastern Europe and, you know, Yugoslavia or, um, you know, parts of Africa or whatever, I always think, you know, we're just, we're just, we've got jobs and you know, mortgages to pay, but strip that away, and, and I don't think we're any different.
1: It's a, it's a thin veneer on civilization. Yes. Uh, I remember one time uh, we were uh, skiing at Marmot Basin in Jasper, Alberta. Okay. That's a plug for Alberta, by the way. Okay, sir. And the uh, the chairlift wouldn't operate. And my friend uh, who I was skiing with said, just wait, he's watched society break down. Uh-huh. In an hour, people were... Um, tobogganing down on cafeteria trays, <laughs> and you see, you see, it doesn't take long. People just left to their own devices. Oh yeah, doesn't work. They just—it it, it goes really quickly. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, Sunday you're going like, grocery shopping, and the person in front of you, price check. <laughs> I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm, oh, you know, I'm looking for a, you know a plank of wood and a nail I can put you know pound through it. And <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, like, you know, I'm not the one that picked the one without the price tag on it. Yeah, yeah there's somebody's it's, it's hard it's, to, to restrain, but I mean, some civilization gives us that sort of, you know, politeness or whatever. But we, it, it's sometimes it can be just really,
0: really fragile. Absolutely. All right. So, so Zog, which stands for Zionist Occupational Government. Now, what's 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 the deal with Zog? But uh, you know. Who is it? What do they control?
1: Well, uh, according to the conspiracy theory, uh, it is the theory that a cabal—if I can use that word—sure—and that's—I like using that word—a <laughs> uh, cabal of Zionist Jews control the United States government, and by extension, uh, the Canadian government and the British government and. Everything except probably the Saudi Arabian government. Okay. And uh it's it came into use in nineteen seventy six. There was an American who I think his name was Eric Thompson. Okay. And he uh wrote an article called Welcome to Zog World. And he that was the first usage of the world as far as I can understand, uh where it's it's actually referred to as Zog. I mean, everyone thinks the government's run by someone else, or there's a back room with cigar-smoking men. Right. But in this case, it was the first specific reference to it. It was... Um, first became popular in the 1980s. I th- Yeah, late 70s, early 80s, because there was a, a group called The Order. Yes, yes. And I'm sure you've heard of them. Yeah. And uh, they were... Trying, they robbed a couple of armored cars, Okay. and trying to raise money to arm the populace to rise up against this Zionist occupational government.
0: Okay. Started start a bit but, of a race war too, or something. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It was an offshoot of the Aryan Nations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the Aryan Nations, the Richard Butler, and he was uh, got a group in Idaho, and they call themselves uh, Church of Jesus Christ Christian. They got uh, Ku Klux Klan ties, this and that. And the Order, or the Order of the Silent Brotherhood, as it's more properly known, uh, was an offshoot of that. Okay. You know how, like, with, with uh, you know, any kind of church, you're going to have an offshoot or a, a sectarian branch. This is just a little bit more—the Aryan Nations wasn't—they didn't think was doing enough for it, so they decided <laughs> to gun up and, and go and do this. right. Uh, no, they, they were
0: they weren't shooting up enough uh, sort of uh, Jewish daycare centers or something exactly.
1: like that. Exactly, or you know, doing enough armored car robberies with with fully automatic armor-piercing. That's an important point, by the way. They they the way they were able to rob the armored cars was they actually had armor-piercing rounds. So it's like, yeah, you have a bulletproof van, but it it's it's still armor, and we can pierce that. Okay. So, the guy that was driving was like, yeah, okay all right, all right. and they uh, as far as I know, they caught a couple people, but not everyone has been arraigned as
0: it were okay and this is this is this is like two decades ago or something two decades well' uh, like three decades
1: ago, probably
0: now okay and uh uh so the the, the order now one uh, of the things they wanted to do they kind of they, they sort of wanted to build basically like their own homeland in the Pacific Northwest or something that was sort of their yes. That was their end goal or, or stage one, phase
1: one, right? The end goal was there was a part of Idaho and Alberta and BC which is going to become this sort of white, total, unique, independent state. Okay. Like an Aryan only, like don't, you, you couldn't order Chinese takeaway there because you wouldn't be there. Okay. And they had this, and they actually had um, a bit of a following in the 70s and 80s. That were supporting this because there was, you know, people in the Pacific Northwest said, "Well, yeah, we could have our own little world here, and it'd be just this utopic place." But of right. course, yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was around that time, of maybe like the late '80s. Like a lot of people were kind of like Montana, like sort of white middle class people were moving out to Montana, um, you, know, to, to, you know, to escape the, you know, the, the horrors of the inner city or something
1: yeah there there was a lot of that was that yeah we'll go back to the heartland here and we'll we'll make our own compound you know like um and and get guns and and uh we'll we'll be self sufficient and we'll be survivalists and when the world goes to hell and zog can come fight us, then we'll be prepared you know and
0: right.
1: it's The sort of the the zeitgeist as it were
0: right. and uh and then the, and they People, I don't know if people even remember it today, but there, there was there was a talk radio DJ called Alan Alan Berg, and he I guess he was sort of very liberal uh, and sort of liberal guy, and, and he he really kind of took on the uh, you know the, the neo Nazis, right? This guy. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and. Uh, uh, he paid for it <laughs> yeah right he uh they 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 killed him, I like thought the order people the you they know, did because he's like the the order
1: people did in fact they've been traced to to Alan and there was uh there was an incident here in Alberta where there was a broadcaster, and he was uh beaten up by Nazi skinheads because of again liberal sort of views that he'd spoken out against them, so right, yeah, I mean, even, Which I mean, is I mean she's
0: ridiculous you know back what's that? I said back in the day, uh, really before the web, you know, we had a thing called Usenet. And uh, I remember I started encountering all these sort of Toronto neo-Nazis on the various news groups in Toronto and stuff. And and uh, and there's this one guy who was like w- – which is really spooky. He was like a medic in the Canadian Army or, or the Reserves and he was also a kind of a neo-Nazi. I don't know if you remember like the neo-Nazis really sort of kind of uh, – worked their way into the Canadian military.
1: I, I, I've known, I, I know several people personally that are in the military. Yeah. It, Cause I mean, it's, uh, one guy, uh, he joined the military and, um, he said that it was, um, and you can edit this out later if you want, but he said, I'm joining the military so I can go to African and kill Oh, jeez, Okay. <laughs> Wow. Uh, like really? And then that was, yeah, it was, that was it. I mean, if I joined the military, I could get actually paid to do this. Now, how cool is that? I'm like, well, yeah. that's very, you should probably talk to somebody, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like a professional, you know, but if that's how you, and that, and that was the, um, for a lot of members that sort of, you know, cause you could play soldiers with your fly jacket and your Doc Martens, but if you're actually in the military, they get you guns.
0: Yeah, well, that was kind of the thing, right? They were sort of, you know, because there's going to be a race war, so they were kind of like joining the military to, you know, get training, basically.
1: Yeah, and it's a total uh, example of uh, irony, I guess, in as much as you're supposed to be against your alleged Zionist occupational government, but you're joining their army. (laughs) That's true, yeah. You know, it it, it was like, well, how does this one work out? Yeah. You, You know, it's all spooky and secretive and then you're like well i'm gonna join the military i'm like you're going to work for the government yeah <laughs> a lot of people well they have guns and cool stuff and better clothing okay whatever. cheap, cheap beer cheap beer yeah it smokes you know yeah. the list goes on you get to travel the world
0: wow yeah so maybe i the been in toronto there's this one guy and he was like a medic in the canadian reserves and uh and i would sort of you know Jost with him online and and i i don 't know if it was him, but somebody sort of you know sent me kind of a snail mail death threat, you know kind of like uh you know right, you know spent uh you know, i don't know thirty two cents on a postage stamp and said you know wrote you know and a snail mail like you know watch what you're saying you're gonna get hurt you know <laughs> something like that and, I'm like, and
1: here i am doing a podcast you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh fortunately yeah. most people don't listen to podcasts but uh after 20 years uh i think it's it's time that uh at least anyone listening to this that's even considering becoming a neo-nazi just stop doing that <laughs> <laughs> Do it. i'll stand up and say look been there done that it's really crappy <laughs> My theory about conspiracy theories and serial killers is that everyone secretly likes them. (laughs) And uh, fortunately, because of guys like you, you can actually see that the the fallacies exist in conspiracy theories, but they're still interesting. Otherwise, we wouldn't be listening to podcasts and going to websites about them, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's for sure that there is there's a certain, um, you know, it's like, like reading Lord of the Rings, like, you know, yeah. We know there are hobbits, and we know there's not this Sauron out there, but, you know, it all, it, it's not cool, but, you know, it's like, huh, it's an interesting story.
1: Yes, you know? and with the internet, the advent of the internet, I remember I got online in, what like 97, I think. Okay. It was a little bit late, and and was just like, oh, my, this is the place to find this stuff. Right, yes. It, it gave every guy that has any kind of conspiracy voice the voice. You can be a crypto there was one guy, um there's a website which is uh, uh conspiracy cards or something. Okay. And this guy would call himself a crypto astrologer. <sighs> what do what you do he- write in your business cards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you put in your tax
0: return? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to begin with a crypto astrologer is.
1: Yeah, but- like what exactly – so astrology's crazy enough, but you're a crypto yeah. astrologer?
0: <laughs> yeah, now you're making it even weirder. Yeah. Yes. All right, so the uh, so the Zog Zog people. Now a lot, there was a thing called there's something called the Turner Diaries, and, and this is sort of almost like isn't this kind of like the Bible for a lot of these these groups? Uh, yes. you,
1: did you encounter the Turner Diaries at all? I did not encounter the Turner Diaries, but I'd heard of it, and the reason I didn't was back in the day. I hate to keep using that word, but everything had to come through snail mail. Yes. And yes, there's okay. a lot of materials that Canada Post still will not let in. To Canada. Really? Okay. Like there's a book uh, White Power. Uh you can't import that to Canada. At least not using Canada Post. They will stop it at the border. So the Tornadaries was heard of, but we hadn't most of the stuff that we got was like photocopies of photocopies. Mm, okay. And it was, you know, it was kinda of like collecting watch cards. You want to get this stuff. I'm like, I got this thing. Which okay. is this proof that this happened and and, and what have you. But the Diaries would have been the uh, holy Grail, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Turner Diaries has on it. I'll, I'll let you
0: explain it, but but basically, it, it, the Turner Diaries are kind of you know it's a fictional diary, but it, it, it became kind of like the blueprint for a lot of these. Well, I mean, but, you know, the guys who blew up uh, you know, Oklahoma, uh, you know, the FBI building in Oklahoma, but but a lot of sort of you know neo-Nazi sort of Zog anti-Zog groups. It was kind of their almost their Bible, right?
1: Well, you need to have something to rally around if you're going to have a group. Like, if you, if you don't have any kind of literature, um, that's assuming all your members can read, of course. But, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, with our group, at least, we tried to have Mein Kampf, right? Mm, yeah. But, I mean, if you've ever read Mein Kampf, it's like reading paint dry. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work. With the Turner Diaries, you had something that was more active and more, you know, motivational. And so a lot of people, like the Oklahoma City, the Michigan Militia type guys, would would hold on us and say, "See, here it is. This is." And the other one was this book called White Power by George Lincoln Rockwell, who was a U.S. military guy, <laughs> and same sort of thing. It, it was calling everyone to rise up, and there's going to be this race war, and this is what's happening, and why you need to act now. And you kind of read this and go, "Yeah, we should we should do something." And and some people, of course, did something.
0: Because, Unfortunately. Right, right, yeah. Like like killing uh killing the, the talk radio DJ. There were a couple kind of movies came out that were sort of based on that. I mean one was called I think it was called Talk Radio. And there's another one that was called um oh what was it called? Be- betrayed or something like that. That
1: was that was a bit more interesting. It betrayed was yeah, I remember watching that, yeah. And there was another one which we used to watch was Mississippi Burning. Ah, okay. Just because, I mean, if you want to go way back, you could also watch Birth of the Nation, right? A, yes, classic. But you watch it like, hey, those guys in those hoods, are they? Yeah, that's what okay. All right, yeah, yeah. that's right. So I'm watching.
0: Uh, when I was watching World Cup, like you know, Eng- you know, the Eng- England's team. I, I, I'm, I'm looking that this what they call St. George. Saint George. St. George's Cross, or whatever their flag, yeah, St. But, St. George, yes. yeah but just like like the you know the, the the birth of the nation poster, the guy on the horseback with you know, but uh, but I guess it's like a it's a white cross on a red shield, whereas I think the 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 the, the English flag is a red cross on a white field. Or, yes, yeah,
1: or, but or it's, as, it's really it's really close,
0: or as Marsh as Marsh from. Um, uh, righteous indignation pointed out it's like it's, actually it's four white rectangles on a red field it's a it's a, it's a small but important <laughs> point or something I don't that you just love marsh <laughs> marsh doesn't hold back yeah he's a clever fellow marsh but uh yeah so oh, yeah. Uh, all right so what were the turner diaries basically about do you do you, do you have sort of a you know, the uh, in Canada we call it the Coles Notes version, <laughs> but in, in America yes. they would call it the um, what did they Cliffs call it? Notes. Cliffs Notes. Yes, right. Yeah. So Cliffs the Cl- Notes, yes. Cliffs or Coles Notes version. Do you have a?
1: Yeah. Um, having never read it, I I couldn't really tell you. I mean, we we'd heard legends about it, okay. but we couldn't uh, couldn't actually get to it. I mean, the one we based our at least on that particular youth group we were based on uh, a power plus every other little photocopy document thing that proved this, this is that. And that's this, and the Turner diaries were, like I said, they were our Holy grail. <laughs> okay.
0: Well yeah. I, that's interesting. I and sort of, I mean, you think before the internet, yeah, right. Like things would, yep. things would not get across the border. <laughs> they will, they
1: still will not get across the border. And that's, uh, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of free speech and free information, but some things, you know, it's it's good to say, you know, we don't want this in Canada. Right? Yeah.
0: Can, can, the Canadians have, uh, like, we actually have like hate crime laws here, and um, that we do. Yeah, that the government will at times apply. It, it's starting to face some constitutional challenges, but um, the, who, who is that? Who is that? That 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 idiot uh, Zundel, the neo-Nazi Holocaust Zundel. yeah, Earth yeah, Zundel, they, yes. right. So I think he was pretty much booted out under the hate crime laws or something.
1: He was indeed, and he had to wear hard hats because he would get beat up in public when he had a court appearance. Because, wow. uh, I mean, we, we don't have, uh, for any of the U.S. listeners, we don't have the Westboro Baptist Church in Canada. We've <laughs> got laws against that. <laughs> yeah, they would, they'd be, uh, they, yeah, they would be stripped of their assets pretty much. They I tried think. to come to Toronto once. Yeah. pick at a soldier's funeral or whatever their twisted oh, thing was and at the border they said no you can't come in <laughs> yeah. and if you do attempt to come in we will arrest you and send you back to where you came from yeah. but not, that, not, yeah
0: not saying not saying it's better but you know those those are the laws we have and sometimes they they you know the people you really don't like they actually yeah. you know they 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 Hit those people, and you're kind of like, oh, I, I don't know if I really want to die to defend their right to say that. I don't know,
1: you know. Well, you know, it's it's an arguable point, and there are people and lawyers will argue these points. But it yeah. comes back to, you know, shouting fire in a crowded movie theater argument. Right? Is it yeah. is it right? Is that going too far? And and what is too far? And I think we'll never ever be done with that. But yeah. uh, certainly, I mean, you should be able to say what you want with and reason. Gotcha. And, right. and coming from the the other end of the spectrum, I used to say, well, no, I should be able to do this and that. And like, for example, in Germany, you can't make the Heil Hitler sign.
0: Right, right, yes.
1: And you'll get arrested for that. You know? In Canada, you can. Right, yeah.
0: But just don't push it. Yeah. I guess for uh, the, the listeners of Turner Dyer's, I get the Coles or Cliff Snote version. Yeah, yeah, just basically, yeah. I mean, a, bit, a lot with the order kind of wanted you know just it was about this guy who just you know collected guns and you know blew up it actually blew up the FBI building in uh, uh Washington DC and and they basically kind of started a race war and then uh got a hold of like nuclear weapons and started nuking people and you know all very yeah you know it's like what like a what a 12 year old would would write you know this
1: it's a fantasy yes yes yes. if we could totally have my way this is what i'd do
0: yes exactly so uh but uh you know a lot of people yeah that sort of took it to heart and stuff like that and and uh you know it's really kind of brutal stuff it's like uh so one critic sort of notes he's like he's like you know zog uh you know they wanted to seize all the guns right so so that you know the, the hero has he's keeping a gun against you know the zog and so Zog they arrest him and they give him a suspended sentence and and then his little group they find this you know woman who has has you know married a black man and they kill her. And they're like, it's like, so the evil Zionist occupational government—they're handing out suspended sentences, and you know, and the uh, you know the Aryan Nations people—they're
1: killing people. Hmm. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, and it no. just the, the fallacy is never spotted. At least it wasn't by I me. Mean, it's like, wait no. a second. you can do this, but and and why would the? I mean, if I was the Zionist occupational government, I would just shoot your ass. <laughs> Right right you 're not hand notes been and sent house arrest and probation whatever you 're an enemy of this massive conspiracy, and you just shoot people that's you 've got the power you should do that you, know, you try to explain this to guys that get arrested, and then we 're out on bail. I'm like well, do you think they'd do that <laughs> they 're not big into bail, apparently if they 're you know just one world government
0: so so the the, the Zog then i mean I mean it 's your basic you know uh, when we had um, we had Jonathan Abrams on you we were sort of talking a bit about the uh, you know protocols of the elders of Zion i mean it 's yes. it, it, kind of that you know made flesh basically the uh,
1: pretty much yes, uh, because the protocols of learned elders of Zion of course is yes. fiction, but people do take it to heart and it's it 's become a i don 't know a meme like yeah. it 's how are you and, and they like well, this this must be true, and with with anything, anywhere, you're going to find some amount of followers, and they're going to need something like that. To say, see here, there's another book called um, "Jews and Their Lies" by Martin Luther, uh, actual Martin Luther. He wrote right. it back in the 16th century, right? And they'll hold that up as a well, see, this is this is proof. Well, no, but still, yeah,
0: you know, back the uh, you know sort of the uh, fundamentals who you know want to sort of draw this straight line but from Darwin to you know the Nazi death camps. Yeah, you know, people have to sort of point out like, well, wait, Martin Luther, you know, who who kicked off the Protestant Reformation, and and you know, and who's teachings are very popular in germany uh you know you can really draw a straight line from him to german anti-semitism of you know totally too and and he created the protestant religion that these fundamentalists you know totally because if
1: you have some catholics are like oh no no, no, i'm talking about christians not catholics
0: yeah yeah exactly hang on a second yeah so it's like and, and you know he, his writings are so vile when it comes to Jews. It's it's oh, it's, it's yeah. stunning, you know.
1: Yeah. And, Carl, and I, I was a Lutheran ah, okay. up well, until like two. My wife and I were married in a Lutheran church. Oh wow! And okay. it's it's one of those things that you just don't talk about,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like a lot of Mormonism too. Some of you just the, the yes. Meadows Massacre or something, and
1: yeah, you know. so just uh, we don't let you know, Joe. Just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just move on, carry on. <laughs> Wow. Everyone's saying it's all good, you know. I'm like, but I'm mean, like Martin Luther, and having read some of it, it is really very. I mean, anti-Semitic doesn't begin to to touch this thing.
0: Okay,
1: like he really went off. He didn't like him, you know. And wow. he, and that's just one of those. Well, you know, eh, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, well, no, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so the uh, I mean, you know, the, the term Zog, Zog Zionist occupational government. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole idea. It's like, like occupational government. Like, like when we don't have the government we elected or something. Like, what what is what is this whole occupational government concept?
1: It is the belief. Okay, well, it starts from the word Zionism, which sure. for those that don't know is the. It's a movement. That supports a Jewish state which they have in the land of Israel, now the conspiracy theorists uh, try to portray it that Zionist means we 're going to make the whole world this Jewish state and you know get rid of everyone else and then trying to control the world some sort of megalomaniac thing, um, but uh, I mean Zionism, of course, from the Bible from Mount Zion there's a sect of Jews that identify themselves as Zionists, but uh, the occupation part means that they somehow secretly did this apparently after World War II. Uh, it's coincidental because Israel came out after World War II, right? Right, right. And so then they, they extend it further, saying, "Well, they did Israel, so they they therefore they got into Russia and the U.S. and Canada." and great britain and they control this you know in the shadowy background right but it's it's, it's so it's a, it, it's call it whatever they want it's an anti-semitic group that thinks that these people have Somehow Jews secretly control everything and run the stock exchange and the newspapers and what have you.
0: Right, your yeah, right, your basic sort of conspiracy.
1: Now, it, it's it's a wonderful conspiracy, in as much as it has all those those elements of paranoia and delusion that you, that conspiracies have, because anything at all can just you don't need proof. It's like oh, it, it just must be Zog that does this.
0: You know, there's the uh, uh, you, you probably encountered like the Christian Identity people.
1: Absolutely, yeah. CI, as we used to call them. <laughs> you had a little, you had a little cute name for them. Yeah, it's a little little acronym there, Pearl.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, the C, the CI people. <laughs> so, like the uh, the uh, RCs, Roman Catholics, and the CI's, C-I the uh, Christian Identity yes. people. They, they, yeah. Now, if I I've super called it, they kind of picked up on. Um, there, there was some historian. I think he was like a British historian, and and I think he was actually trying to sort of smooth over a lot of you know European anti-Semitism, and he wanted to try and argue, you know, that Jews are actually like like of European stock. They come from these Russian Khazar or Khazar tribe right. and 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 he, his idea was that you know if people then said sort of, oh, okay they're not these people from the middle east the jews in europe are actually you know they they are they, european that that then that will then smooth things over and and didn't work but but so the christian identity people maybe you know the the aryan nations and nazis you know they they they, they sort of took that as like Yep, that's true, and and therefore, like like you know, like they have these these Khazar Jews have really stolen, you know, stolen the uh, you know, so the plot line of of uh, you know uh, uh, Judaism or something, because because you know a lot of um, Nazis or you know neo Nazis clansmen, stuff like that, you know, they 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 are nominally Christian, right? And it's very weird to go well, yes wasn't Jesus a Jew? And they'll say, no. That's that
1: the huge stumbling block right there, is that, that they can't reconcile, they can't get there from here. And yeah. so that, well, okay, you're Christians, and, and you hate Jews. Oh, absolutely hate Jesus was a Jew. Uh, and there's all sorts of rhetoric and ways around this, that Christian identity and the Church of Jesus Christ, Christian, Aryan Nations, Richard Butler, Ku Klux Klan, try to do in order to to get away from it. But it, it it's a net fail because it it's like at, at some point you have to say, well, this guy was, I say, well, he lived in a Jewish place. He spoke Aramaic. So he was an Ar- an Aramean. He was, he was an Aryan. He was this, it was that. I'm like, well, you know what guys, <laughs> you, you can't really get there from here, right. but they, they do. They have guys that that's their job is to try to reconcile this. And then of course, the other question is, what about the black people? What happened? Where are they? What do they do here? They're not Jews. I'm like, well, except for this one group in Ethiopia that is. And it just it's a irreducible complexity, I guess. <laughs> so you can you can build these little walls around it, but at some point you're gonna be like, well, you know, no, he's he, he was Jewish. Yeah. yeah, big fan of you know he was a big fan of Judaism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um. I guess the uh I guess we maybe kind of we kinda of covered it all then you think? Or are we sort of good uh I mean there's I mean it's like an onion mean, you can just
1: peel it back layers and layers and Exactly. Yeah. I mean we we could talk uh you know till till tomorrow morning, but it's uh basically that's um that's it in a nutshell or the the right. cliffs. Okay. No version. Right. As much <laughs> as it's it's uh, it's a paranoid conspiracy.
0: Oh, there's one question I wanted to ask you. Uh, the okay. boots, the boots. There's something, some weird lace color coding system. Red laces and white laces or something. Chiffers. Yes, yes, Chiffers. and
1: I'll explain that. Yes, uh, White laces mean white power. Okay. And red laces mean total war in a Nazi okay. aspect. Uh, okay. In as much you remember, Hitler said to his crowds, do you want total war or do you want total war? <laughs> red being... There was a other color of laces uh, for a while in the nineties, which was yellow laces, which were people that wanted the look that didn't want to be racist skinheads against racial prejudice. Okay, right. Sharp, which, sharp, sharp. Yeah, call sharp. sharp. Yeah, another one yeah. of those great and, acronyms. And they, yeah, it's not it's awesome acronym, you know. Just like yeah. oh, that just happened, and they because they wanted to wear the boots and the flight jackets, but they didn't want to. You know actually be hating on anybody, yeah uh, which is kind of silly, but they, uh but yeah the white laces were uh were white power and and they were interchangeable, same as the the suspenders or what we call braces, okay. down meant you wanted to fight up meant no, if you wanted, I guess you can have it, but I'm not looking for it, okay, there's just little every gang has that sort of sort of little things, well yeah. Yeah,
0: children yeah. really yeah. All right, and uh, so, so uh, let me let me ask you the Korean questions. Uh, okay. All right, so uh, how old are you? You told us your age. You're thirty-eight. Um, thirty-eight, sir. Okay, and uh, and uh, um, you are you ma- you're married? You've mentioned your wife, right? Yes, I am uh, okay.
1: married. i been married for just coming on three years now. Oh, very nice. Okay. Thank right. where, where, where'd you where'd you meet your wife? I met her on Level Life. Ah, oh, okay. Right. So that that works. It totally works. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, it wasn't the first person I met. It wasn't this story that you can put on their website as this dream romance. But, I mean, there was other ones before that you'd meet and you'd date. And this one kind of worked, that one didn't. And then I finally gave it one more kick at the can. And uh, I met Jody and we got married. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Okay. And do you have children? Not yet. And we are going to all sorts of lengths to have them oh great okay so hopefully within the next year if i'm invited back on i can announce that yes i have a uh pitter patter of little feet
0: oh great okay and and can i what do you do what's what's your what's your what's your job
1: i I work in uh shipping and receiving actually okay uh, for a company that manufactures rigid equipment cases and flashlights okay so yeah i mean i i Went to school and took water and sewer, but I ended up doing this, and uh, it's something I really enjoy, and uh, it allows me to live in my nice suburban house in my nice suburban neighborhood. Okay, in 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 Edmonton, in Edmonton, yes.
0: Okay, and it's uh, that's not involved, and in, you're not involved in the oil and gas industry or anything. Not
1: anymore. No, I was I was involved in the oil and gas industry for the last ooh probably eight or nine years, and then just. Once the boom stops, uh, when you get married, you kind of have to say, well, we're going to trade off some of the money and settle down and be a be a normal person. Oh, great. Okay. And uh, if you're looking at the U.S. news with the oil in the Gulf, I don't regret my decision. <laughs> you can edit that if you want. <laughs> no, that's all right. all right. In oil and gas, you see a lot of things, and it's really – yeah.
0: Okay, cool. All right. And I guess so. You know, you know, the final question is: you're you're, you're a listener. Uh, what, what's your what's your favorite kitchen appliance? Small kitchen appliance.
1: My favorite kitchen appliance. Carl, Small kitchen appliance. So it is, can't be like oven. It is not oven. It is my KitchenAid stand mixer, and he has a name. His name is Scarpia. Oh wow! Okay. He's the first thing that I moved into my house. He is burnished chrome and.
0: Totally sexy. So you make you make like cake batter with it. What do you What do you make with it? I make
1: cake batter. I make uh, banana bread. I make uh, bread dough. I could mix concrete in this thing.
0: Ooh, very. Nice. It is
1: that good? Yeah. It's the only yeah. thing I wanted for my wedding registry, I've
0: got it. Oh, that's. I got to get married just for that. The wedding yes. registry thing. Oh, like I, said,
1: yeah. This thing is amazing. Like you, I, I, it, it, the power on this thing. You worry about your kitchen counter because it's just. Right, it will never stop. It won't quit. It won't overheat. It's just, and it hasn't changed since 1950, whatever when they made this thing. Oh, okay, yeah. I did. I mean, I did want the red one, but I got the burnished chrome one instead. Oh, yeah. My mom had one, and uh,
0: I mean, she still has one, I'm sure. But you know, as a kid, right? That that's <laughs> you know that's a magical device because you get to lick those beaters. Yeah. Oh. oh. Uh, yeah. Insert I, Homer Simpson. Uh, <laughs>
1: No, I named him, my wife, she's, why did you name him Scarpia? Because like, he's the, I don't know if you're into opera, but uh, in the opera Tosca, the protagonist, Calvary okay. And then there's the bad guy whose name is Scarpia, who's okay. really a much more interesting person. And most opera people will say, yeah, you know, he kind of went wrong with making this guy the, the good guy and this guy the bad guy. Because he's just, he's he's way cooler. So I'm like, yeah, I, I don't want a lame mixer. I want a cool mixer. Uh, okay. Are you... Yeah, yeah. You a big opera fan? Absolutely, yes.
0: well wow, that, that's that's un, that's unusual. I mean, I I, I enjoy the opera, but uh, you don't meet too many, especially like you know people sort of our generation, our age, who are kind of you know, man, you know, like uh, Fidelio. That's uh, you know, love well, those overtures.
1: Uh, it, it, we, uh, my wife and I both both like opera, and uh, we've been subscribers for a couple years. I was even uh, the youngest member of the Edmonton Opera Guild where you'd, you'd make snacks and pick up uh, the stars from the airport. Oh, wow, okay. And I remember I, I really, she was taken aback because I went to pick up the Soprano from the airport in my 83 Chevy van. <laughs> and she said, this is, really? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I feel like I'm on Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> she was a good person. <laughs> cool. i a great okay. singer, but I'm like, She's like, Well, I'm kinda of used to limos. I'm like, Well, it's it's long. <laughs> it's limo like. don't mind the rust. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You just sit there, put your seatbelt on, i put your bags in the back. You know, so <laughs> we brought her down down to her hotel. Cool. Couldn't fit I, in the parquet, but
0: and is there any uh do you have a website or something where
1: no i don't and i've been meaning to I mean people like you, for example, have inspired so many people to make blogs and 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 this and that, but I just um, never I, I tried a blog once that was about uh, you know just things anything, and I, I kind of just fizzled out okay so i mean i'm a, what you might call an armchair skeptic i'm very much into the podcasting and reading the blogs and and going on, but I don't like, you know, Marsh from the UK. I mean, that guy <laughs> really goes out and does stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. We should, we should, meet Tristan and Haley, yeah, they're, they're out there, they're out there too. So, but, uh,
1: oh, yeah, Tristan's awesome. Like, he'll actually go and debate people on that. And I just, yeah, I've always felt that there's other people that can do that. And okay. that's, that's probably wrong. I should probably be more involved, but only having recently come to the whole skeptical community in the last couple of years, when I first listened to the first one was SGU, obviously. And and from then I listened to your Podcast, and I'm like, okay, this is there's actually people out there that, that believe the same thing that I do, yeah.
0: You know, uh, Edmonton, I believe, is I think they're gonna have a skeptic camp coming up. Uh, I don't know if their speaker list is full, but I I would definitely encourage you. Uh, I mean, you definitely have a really interesting, you know, past, and 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 I think you might, you know, you, you might be good at a, a skeptic camp, you know.
1: That is that is worth looking into, Carl. actually. I think that's great. And I understand you're trying to organize a skeptic camp in Toronto. Yeah, we
0: we had uh, on Friday the 13th, we had a little skeptic camp uh sort of planning meeting and uh and so yeah, so there there might be a skeptic camp in Toronto coming up. We're shooting for maybe early November. Um but uh, you know, right? It's all contingent on the room. First thing is you just got to get a room, <laughs> and once it's, you get the room, first thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we don't want to pay any money for the room, and we're not like a we're not like a nonprofit. We're just you know we're going to be yeah. you know eh, 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 like anti profit because you we're going to have a, some out of pocket expenses like maybe bagels there might be bagels kids things like that you know but uh, um, so so it all first is contingent on you know getting maybe like a sponsor at a university to you know professor to sponsor a room and then once we know the room the location the time how many people can fit you know and then 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 it all sort of flows from that so we, we've we've appointed a room czar over beer and uh and burgers yeah we we got a room czar so he he's gonna sort of you know um he's gonna sort of uh look around for for some sort of <laughs> place to, to hold in. once we have that and then, then you know then the dominoes all start to fall so i'm gonna be the the talent wrangler basically and uh i'm sure, gonna you I, have speaker. yeah i'm gonna do i think i'll probably do like the the kickoff slot, you know, sort of the virgin sacrifice slot. And you know, that way. Nice. You, you know, yeah. don't follow dogs and children, follow Carl Mamer. <laughs> so
1: Follow Carl Mamer. Well it hasn't done me
0: anymore. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so listeners if you're in Toronto, stay tuned. But uh yeah. Alright, Neil, any anything else you want to add?
1: Uh no, just that uh encourage everyone out there, obviously you're gonna be listening to this, but tell your friends to listen to you podcast not just any podcast I mean conspiracy skeptic number one but uh, it's, it's, it's just a great way to get information and if you're busy like I am you can just listen to it on your bus and it's, but people just don't seem to do this and I don't know why. Cool.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Have a, have a good night Neil. You too sir. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.